Oh, yes. This gutsy gal speaks my language of helping women speak their truth and step into their power. Listen in as she shares her biggest challenges and how she overcame them to own the title of Gutsy Gals Get More. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Carangela, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking with Terry. Welcome back to Talking with Terry, where we have powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And today's guest, uh, you're in for a huge treat. She is just a rock star. Ro Couture DeSaro. She is a multi-award-winning entrepreneur, TED Talk X speaker, four-time best-selling author, transformational leader, influencer, coach, and facilitator of courageous conversations that move the needle. After breaking several glass ceilings from high-ranking Wall Street firm, she founded Gutsy Gals Get More, LLC. I just love that title. Her collective learning programs are uniquely experiential to help women leaders uplever their mindset, unleash their brilliance, step into their gutsy gal power, and become an impactful influencer while earning wild money. Welcome to the show. And we actually have a little guest. Look at our little guest. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> My little strategy did not work where, okay, there he goes. There he goes. So for those that are listening, uh, treat. my dog decided to, to jump on the show as well. Anyways, well, welcome. So, hello. Hello. So happy to be here. Yeah. So for folks that do not know you, let's give some little, like little, a bit of background on you. My background is I've just, you know, I've been corporate America mostly in the 80s. I started very young. I was really, my main thing was that I felt women can do what a man can do. And for some reason, God said I was the one that's going to prove it. Had nothing to do with my smarts, had nothing to do with my education. It just had like, I was just pissed off that men were getting like all the, all the glory. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and then in the 90s, it was back and forth between corporate and, and, and entrepreneurship whenever I ran out of money working for myself. I'd go back to corporate. And then whenever corporate would piss me off, I would go back to entrepreneurship. <laughs> and then, you know, and then in the 2000s, it's been really where I started with my coaching business and been and growing it from there and just really working with women to really speak their truth and step up and show up in the world and let us, let everybody know how powerful and super we really are. Yes. Agreed, agreed, agreed. And I feel like we need more of us in the world to, you know, give women voices, give permission for women to have a voice and to, to be seen in the world and really bring their message forward. So what a great, what great work you're doing to do that. So I love to hear, I guess in the entrepreneur world and as a female kind of trailblazer, if you will, I think there's unique challenges that we have to overcome that may not be necessarily the case for men or in other 
I don't know, just, I just feel like women have this unique journey, if you will. Um, share with us, like, you know, what has been your biggest uh, challenge or barrier or block that you've had to overcome on your own entrepreneurial journey? So for me, it was because I had so many highs and so many lows mm. and trying to figure out, you know, how to shift from being successful in corporate America to being successful on my own. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was so good at marketing and selling everybody else's stuff. But then yeah. when it came to promoting me 100%, things shifted. And, yeah. and that plus, I no longer was only doing what I was great at. I was now all of a sudden jack of all trades. Exactly. So those exactly. were my two biggest ahas and transformations that I needed to learn that I did not see going into having my own business. And, but then what happened with having so many successes and then so many failures, there was a huge failure that I, I'm a 9-11 survivor and wow. on 9-11, I was thought I had everything. I was finally, I was partnered with a hedge fund. We had our own hedge fund. We had our own stock trading company. We were doing, bringing in millions in revenues and people were trading and the, the, the traders were making a ton of money. And then 9-11 hit and it destroyed our entire business. Yeah. And in 2005, we had to close the doors and suddenly I now started all over. Yeah. This time I'm starting all over with young kids and lost everything, literally lost everything and wow. completely starting all over. And then before I even got my feet on the ground again, which I didn't, you know, the recession hit. So from 2005 to 2010, it just was like a couple of years of just like wiped, like whatever success I've had in life, gone. Yeah. yeah. And I got to the point where mm. talk about our mindsets and our negative thinking and what was really self-sabotaging myself at that time was like, why bother anymore? Because no wow. matter what yeah. is going to go on, either I'm going to destroy it myself mm. or something's going to come in the outside world, some global crisis. I don't know. Is that yeah. something we know about now? Some global <laughs> exactly. crisis exactly. is going to come and destroy it because I had yeah. the stock market it crash in 1987. I lost my Wall Street position there. I was, I was earning close to $200,000 in, in like 1987. And I was yeah. just about to turn 30 years old on yeah. Wall Street. It was yeah. just, and, and then I lost, you know, with the financial crisis, lost with 9-11. So it was like, why bother? Yeah. I'm just going to go, go back and work for somebody. Yeah. Talk about having that overcoming, overcoming mindset, but I think you're absolutely right. And I think that a couple of things on there, one is your mindset, right? And I think a lot of times when we have not necessarily developed that power within us, and we're always kind of looking at that outside of us kind of experience. And we allow that to kind of dictate our happiness. We let that dictate our success. We let that dictate, you know, how we live life, how we receive joy, like all of that stuff. Right. And so you're right. When you have these like one thing after another, after another, and you, I know, I know entrepreneurs that have not even come remotely close to what you've gone through and, and experienced. And they have that thought process of why bother? Like mm. I just got let down. Why bother? Right. So how was that for you to, you know, what did you have to do in that moment? What was your internal dialogue that was going on that had to override that default if you wanted to, or that, that maybe not in a default, but that, that belief system that was like, I just got back up. And I got kicked back down again. I got back up and I got kicked back down again. I'm like, oh, when is this going to, when is this going to be done? And you know, why bother? So what was that process like for you? 
So it was interesting. I actually, there was another woman that pulled me up mm. and I was facilitating a women's business networking at the time. And she was coming out with an anthology book, an anthology book that I brought it here that happens to be empowering transformations for women. I love it. And as part of my role working with her, I was promoting people to be an author in that book. All at the same time, my internal talk was like, I, I, I know this is, I, I, I should get my story out there. I know mm. there's something there should be, but I'm not good at writing. I'm a speaker. Mm. I'm not a writer. I don't know how to do this. And I kept saying no and kept yet promoting other people to join. Yeah. Because I'm like, become an author. This is the greatest thing you need to do to get exposure and all this. And so finally I got that email one day and it said last call for, to become an author, one spot left. Mm. And something snapped in me because mm. I was listening to the story for months. Right. And I kept on saying, I want to do this. My gut was saying, do it. And my head was like, no, my gut was yes. And it, and <laughs> so finally I said, you know what, let me just have a phone call with her because I know her, I know the publisher. And in that phone call, she just gave me that ounce of, you know what, support, you can do this. And I'll be with you along the way. And, and whatever you could overcome this, I know you'd be great. I know you'd be fabulous. I have a copywriter, I have a copy editor, which I didn't in that world, I didn't even know. I'm like, Oh, so I could write something and somebody could fix it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And I said, Okay. And I said, Yes. From that moment, of making that decision to say yes, mm. the universe just completely changed. And 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 yeah. and I know we don't have that much time to speak, but what happened was miraculous. Yeah. That very next day. So now when I said, okay, what am I going to talk about? I'm like, what's my been? What's been my empowering transformation? I don't know. This yeah. was years. This is now 2010, nine years after 9/11. Yeah. She said to me, she says, well, I know you're a 9-11 survivor. Can you write about something from there? And I'm like, I didn't learn anything about that day. There weren't any lessons. So I said, okay. Mm. And I started to do some deep discovery on what did I learn about oh. being there on 9-11, running away from the second plane and yeah. go, getting home and surviving mm. it. You know, my business didn't survive, but I personally physically survived. Yeah. At the same time, I get a, I also get a reach out from a call on somebody in Facebook that I have not spoken to a scene in 25 years. Mm-hmm. The moment she reached out to me and I had a, the, the coaching call the next day and I, I told them that it was the moment they're like, well, now we know what you're talking about because this woman's father had tried to do inappropriate things to me when I was 10 years old. And suddenly I was like, oh, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it just changed everything. And then I looked into 9-11 and I looked into the lessons that I learned that day. And I realized that when I, when everybody was escaping and trying to get on their boat to get off the island of Manhattan and escape, I would let my boats go by. And I had, because my mm-hmm. car was parked on the other side of the Hudson River, which is the New Jersey side. For those of you that yeah. don't know New York, it's really not that far it looks like yeah. you could swim it, but you probably can't. But <laughs> and so the boat is like a five minute boat ride. And my family was down there, you know, part of my business. I worked with family members. So I've had friends that worked down on Wall Street. So I, I kept on staying so that I could try to find my family to say, hey, my car is on the other side. Let's get the next boat and go. None of us thought the towers were going to fall. So we, I figured I had plenty of time to do all this. And so I started to say, like, huh, what does that say about me? 
Like mm-hmm. people were like stampeding people to save their life. Here yeah. I am. I didn't care about my life. I was caring about others yeah. because I was yeah. at such a low when I was writing this story, realizing mm-hmm. this, that, you know what, maybe I've just been successful because I've been selfish or I've been manipulating. I've been really good at sales because I just yeah. manipulate others. And, and I, so I was giving all these, cause I was such a low mindset that yeah. I was given all these reasons for my success of like really not nice reasons. Right. And suddenly I'm like, wait a minute. For some person that was looking at herself as not being so nice. I'm like, I was like selfish in the heat of the moment. Yeah. You know, that's a time when it's like, no matter what's going on, you get yeah. to know exactly who you are. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I am a giver. Yeah. I am a servant. And it just reawoken me. It mm. just, it just been like, my God's gift is here is to serve and help people and, yeah. and do all this. So it's like, I'm like, I need to get back into this. Like, yeah. what am I like, forget all this. Like, and, and it was just an amazing, it was because I had to write that book. And because I said yes to want to writing a book, I, I not only learned about where I am today, but also got healed from that situation that happened when I was 10 years old, because it gave me the courage to have that conversation with this friend of mine who yeah. it was a sleepover with her father yeah. when she was nine and I was 10. And, and I can't go into those stories, but yeah. it was just, it brought healing. Yeah. So not only, yeah. it was just an amazing transformation Wow. And it, was- and it brought me to what I'm doing today. Yeah. Well, there's so much un- in here to like unpack, it's, but there's a couple of things that I want to like point out. Like, I think you're absolutely that right. When we trust and listen to that inner guidance, you know, that says yes to saying yes to you. And that's for you. That was, you know, writing that article and or writing in that, in that anthology book and, and bringing to light all those gifts that you received during that time. Um, and I truly believe that when we get into alignment with that, that I it just, I, I call it the inner knowing. So when mm-hmm. we're in alignment with that, we are fully guided and supported mm-hmm. and we can't make it. We can, it's almost like we can't make up like what happens when we, when we tap into it. It's like, it just feels like everything is falling into place. Right. Yes. And so good for you for listening to that and taking that leap of faith. And sometimes I think that we have these opportunities and, you know, if we don't listen, we get told again and we, and, and it won't stop until we do it. So I'm glad that you finally listened and said, yes, let's, let's, let's go forward and let's, let's share my gifts. Right. And the other thing I want to share was like, you know, as a high, like I know all my clients that are like high achieving women, they've come from this place of this mindset where, and like you said, I think you called it the kind of a low level mindset where mm-hmm. you were, you know you know, completely, you know, beating self, yourself, self-sabotage up. mindset, self, self, <laughs> self-sabotaging and then almost kind of like taking the weight up yourself, like just beating yourself up. And I'm so grateful that, you know, you, you had that, maybe that ounce of what, you know, the someone else believing in you. And I think sometimes that's, it's so powerful when we can find it, even if we, we don't, we know it inside, but we need almost kind of like a outside validation and Mm -hmm. wherever that comes from. Right. Um, but a little bit of ounce to push me over the edge. Yes. Like you, you got this, like, right. And, and now, you know, look at you now transforming tons of people's lives in that a similar boat, right. So profound of that transformation. So what would you, what would you share with the listeners, a tool, a strategy or an awareness that you had, because I think as you're talking about 9-11 and and some people may or may not have experienced 9-11, I think all of us did in some capacity, but there might be some people that are not listening. And I think we have this, we have this huge, you know, 
that was a huge impact on our world, right? Mm-hmm. And we are right in the backdrop of a, a, a pandemic, right? And I see, I think those, um, as you kind of alluded to earlier, I think those pair up really well. So, you know, taking from your experience from that and, and sharing and shedding some light on to, you know, where we're at right now, what would some, what would you share? I would share that no matter what's going on in life, there's always a silver lining. Yeah. There's always look for the good, look for what's working, remain open so that you could take on, you could move uncertainty through creativity Mm, and through rethinking. And because when we stay in our mind, and I think you're into the lot with the brain, but if you stay Mm -hmm. in our mind into fear and doubt, we close our mind down to the insights and to the creativity. And it's through this creativity and it's through these insights that we'll get our answers and that everything we'll find. So it's kind of like when I said, I said, yes, there've been many of times that I've said, yes, mm-hmm. not every single one of them has made tremendous transformation. Right. But you never know which yes is going yeah. to be the one. Like mm-hmm. whoever thought saying yes to writing a chapter in an anthology book would be the one that would change the course of my life. Mm, yeah, it was just, That was like a small yes. It was a big yes yeah. to me, but really a small yes when you think of what I did. So you just never know. You never yeah. know which yes is going to be the one. So build that muscle and say yes to the it. right things. Not, not yes to everything. Yeah, Women yes. need to have boundaries. Yes. But really saying yes to what you feel like. I think what you said beautifully before was when you're in the knowing. Yeah. When you are feeling that in the knowing, take that leap of faith and say yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, and I agree. Like, I think as, as business owners, I think sometimes we want to leave out necessarily that kind of that knowing piece or that intuition, if you will, or, you know, call it spirituality, whatever you want to call it. But I think it has, it has to have a space in place in the work that we do because we are human beings, right? Versus it's our superpower. Yeah, it's, it, it's our it, superpower it, as women. It's our feminine leadership yeah. that we have the ability to bring to table and show the world and show men what yeah. they're missing. It's a big piece yeah. that if they tapped into, they would be even more powerful. Yeah. It should is, we tell them that secret? <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about abundance. So I feel like we should, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not the secret. Okay. Like, no, into- it, it's, well, I'm also about that when men understand our powers, then we could grow, would open more doors That's, for us. But then when they, when they also see that, we could work together more effectively and they could be more powerful and we could be more effective and productive as a unity of human beings. I one thought, agree. Okay. Amen. Right. Amen. Yes. And I agree. Like if we can all come together and, and really see each other as, as the beings that we are, right. The, mm-hmm. the unique, the gifts, the unique experiences, because your experience is different than mine and different than the next person's. However, the wealth of knowledge that we have in our society, and like what you said, like our superpower, our superpower can be seen for mm. truly, you know, what we're here and what our, what our purpose and our passion. And, and, and at the end of the day, what is, what fuels us? What's that potency, if you will, yes, um, yes. that we can help other people rise up. And just like this individual, you know, you know, as you said, you know, lifted you up, right? Mm-hmm. That, we as women and men too, um, but as you know, that's kind of our one of our superpowers is to be able to you know bring up other people along this journey. And just like this conversation, right? You know, yeah. I, I my intentions with these conversations is like whoever listens to this, maybe that's the thing that they need to hear and say, you know what? Thank you, Roe, for saying that in that way, so that I can say yes more often, and so that I can build more people up, and I can right. And that's the ripple effect. I just got chills. 
that is the ripple effect yeah. that we can yes. have in this world. And I think we need that. And I, I truly believe that in this time and space, we need more positivity. We need to be able to shine our lights so fully and so unapologetically, right? Yes. And, and, and you're so right, because one of the things that I've experienced and I've come to know so deeply into my gut is that when women show up powerfully, men love it. Mm-hmm. And men then open up their heart and uh. open up their knowledge and their wisdom to you. It's what I've experienced. I experienced it in the 80s. That's why I broke glass ceilings. They loved it. I wasn't this complainer or this you know, you know, the B-I-T-C-H, you know, and, they, <laughs> and, and I wasn't all this. And, and I noticed it when I was bodybuilding back then too, and lifting weights and bit, I've done a lot of things where I was the only female and every single time, and even still to this day, that when you show up powerfully with the kindness and today's world kindness day. So with the kindness and the compassion and the love that women can do, men are, they open their arms. Yeah. And, you know, so it's just another little secret that I, I just want to share with women to like not yeah. be afraid to show up powerfully because people respect that. Yeah. But oh. With compassion. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. What a way to kind of tie up our conversation today. So um, for those that want to connect, that want to collaborate, that want to you know, speak further with you, how do they get in touch with you? So if they want to, if you want to just reach out by email, it's my name, it's Roe, R-O-E at rocouturedesaro.com or gutsygalsgetmore.com. Um, my social media handles are BA Gutsy Gal. So you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, BA Gutsy Gal. And Instagram, they didn't want to give me that one because I've had it, couldn't find it. So now it's Gutsy Gal underscore leaders. So pretty much probably Google Gutsy Gals and you'll okay. find me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we'll put those down in the show notes. And so Ro, thank you for being a Gutsy Gal that has been a trailblazer for so many other women and men um, on this planet. So thank you for being here and sharing your wisdom today. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you doing for what you do. I am so grateful that you joined me for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then there's just one thing that I would like you to do. Click to subscribe and leave me a rating and review. As my way to thank you, let's connect for a free consultation. Just reach out to me at talkingwithterry, that's T-E-R-I dot com to book your time. My friends, sometimes just by saying yes to you, it can make all the difference. Today, give yourself permission to say yes to you. Stay tuned for our next powerhouse guest who shares massive nuggets and by the way, She lived a parallel life to me. It's so fascinating. Join us now.